Joining us on the phone, Kyle Manette, one of the all-timers in South Dakota State football history, backed up by the fact that he is a member of the Jackrabbit Sports Hall of Fame. Kyle, first and foremost, how are you? Doing great, Tyler. Yep, thanks. Good to hear from you. Well, it's great to catch up. Now, first and foremost, I have to ask, last Saturday, when the South Dakota State football team was in Fargo taking on North Dakota State, where was Kyle Manette? Uh, we, we were at home. We were watching the game. So we uh, we thought about going to Fargo, and and that just didn't work out with schedules. So, so yeah, we were cheering cheering on the Jacks uh, from home, and it was just really exciting the game, and a uh, little bit of a slow start, but uh, but yeah, I mean the team just pulled together and defensively. I mean what Jimmy and the guys did in the second half was really impressive, and always good to get a to get a win in Fargo. I mean it's just a tough place to to play, and and uh, good to get a win. What is that like hoisting that Dakota marker? You know, I uh, I actually never never actually grabbed grabbed. You the thing never and, did. And hoisted it. No, I never did. I uh, I was like maybe Jimmy. I saw Jimmy uh, on uh, on an ESPN article, and and I was maybe more along that line. Uh, but but yeah, we we uh, we had good success. You know, we were uh, won three of the four times uh, we, we played NDSU while while I was in school and, and playing and. And but yeah, I never, never, uh, never hoisted it. But I mean, it's just you know, whenever you we, whenever you beat uh, uh, a rival and and especially a rival like NDSU, I mean, it's just a great feeling, you know. And and uh, to to be there with your teammates and your best friends, and uh, all the preparation and and hype and everything that goes you know into those types of games, and then you come out on top. I mean, it's a great feeling. Yeah, it, it's hard to even describe it. But to go further than that, you were a part of some unbelievable moments. Certainly uh, the win over NDSU in 2007 when they came into Brookings undefeated and ranked number one. Obviously the run to the playoffs in 2009, the first time ever SDSU had gone to the FCS playoffs in Division One. Yet one thing that your team and nobody else in SDSU history had ever accomplished before this past week was earning the number one ranking in the nation. So when you watch that game and you know what's going to happen, if the Jacks win their number one of the nation, they win that yep. game. Now you know that. What does that mean to you and knowing all the ties you have to this program that this is the number one ranked team in the nation? Well, I mean, it's uh, we're really excited for it. And, and honestly, just thinking back, all the great teams that we've had, you know, in the last decade, mm -hmm. it is surprising. Um, it is surprising, you know, that we've never been uh, all the way to the top. Um, but uh, but finally to get there, you know, it, it uh, I think it's awesome. It's exciting. The, the goal, though, um, getting there is one thing. Staying there, you know, is is ultimately what it's going to come down to. And I know that's what Stig and, and, uh, and Jimmy and the guys have the, the team focused on, you know, now that we're here, um, you know, we've always kind of kind of had a target on our back. Now we've really got a target on our back. So week in, week, week out, I mean, it's 1-0. and all. You know, they got to bring it. And, uh, and yeah, the, the goal now is is to stay there, which, again, you know, 1-0. But uh, we, we've got a lot of good things going, a lot of good players. And uh, it, it seems like, uh, yeah, as we're getting into the season, you know, some teams some teams will, will start uh, – you know, with injuries and other things, uh, struggling as, as they go along. And then others, it just seems like each week they, they get better. And to me, it feels like, you know, this, this is one of those teams that each week 
uh, we just keep getting better. Got to stay healthy. But, uh, yeah, it's exciting, Tyler. It really is. What do you think of when you watch Isaiah Davis run the football? Yeah, he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. You know, he, uh, he's got good patience and obviously a strong, uh, strong kid. Uh, runs hard. You know, it's fun to see him break tackles and, and the stiff arms. Uh, man, he, he's got one of the best stiff arms uh, that I've seen, uh, I, I guess. And uh, it's just a lot of fun to watch, you know, another Jackrabbit running back have a lot of success. And we, we've been on a really good string here uh, for a long time of having some some just really talented guys in the backfield. And Isaiah's another one of them. Yeah, it's remarkable, the run of running backs uh, over the last couple of decades. And certainly you are a part of that. You know, you hit on something a little earlier, and I've never asked you this. Uh, your senior year, coming off that playoff run, uh, it just it, it never got rolling for that team. It ended up five and six, and and uh, it just didn't happen after three very good years. And, and sometimes that does occur, but like you said, and that's been a big focus this week. I know of John Stigelmeyer with the program is that yeah, being number one is great, but now now there's a little more uh, added incentive to the opponent. There's a bullseye on your chest, if you will. Did you get was that part of that 2010 deal was kind of how you guys handled the success of 2009? You know, I I don't I don't think so, you know, looking at uh, looking at it, I know there was I mean there was definitely high hopes. I can't remember preseason what we were ranked and and preseason, you know, rankings take take them for what they are. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think the biggest thing there that the schedule is a tough schedule, you know, we started uh, at Delaware, which was a good team that year. Uh, went to Nebraska. Nebraska was top ten when, when we played them that year, and uh, and that year just a lot of nine and ten man boxes. You know, I actually played quarterback a decent <laughs> amount, which <laughs> which is saying something because uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, throwing not my strong suit, running more so. But um, so yeah, you know, I just think it, it just it just kind of how things went, and uh, and uh, you know we had some uh, offensively. You know, we were just really limited. Uh, from an offensive standpoint and, and defensively, we had some injuries, you know, Conrad Kirstead, you know, kind of had a, a tough, uh, tough go there with, with his injury. And, you know, it just didn't come together. And, and I think too, playing in the Valley and then, and then the, the non-conference games that were scheduled that year, I mean, the, the margin for error, it's small and you've got to, you know, you've got to bring it every week. And, and, uh, and yeah, it just, with the way things worked out, um, you know, I, I don't think it was, you know, the hype going into that season or anything that like that. It's just, uh, yeah, the margin for error is, is small, and, and we just didn't get it done. No, it's good insight. I appreciate that, Kyle. You played with Jimmy Rogers. You mentioned Jimmy a little bit ago. Um, there is not a more intense man than Jimmy Rogers, yet at the same time, there's nobody that loves this place, this university, and this program more than Jimmy Rogers. I assume that all of that was prevalent when you were his teammate. It, it was, you know, and, and Jimmy, he's an Arizona guy. So, you know, he didn't grow up like, it's like crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Lo locally, you know, and, and, uh, you know, so, so just, uh, I, I think, you know, but, but I think really what it comes down to for Jimmy is who, who he is as a person, it truly aligns with, uh, and his mentality, it truly aligns with South Dakota state and South Dakota state football. Um, you know, just, 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 uh, maybe not. And I know, I know, you know, this, this was really the case when, uh, when I was there and, and when Jimmy was there, you know, maybe not the, the strongest, maybe not the fastest, maybe not the most athletic, um, but we're going to outwork you and, uh, we're going to be disciplined and, uh, you know, work together as a, as a team, do things right, not take shortcuts. 
and uh, and, and at the end of the day, get the job done. And, and that's really, I mean, that's Jimmy, you know, so it, it makes sense. You know, again, not, not a, not a local guy from Arizona, uh, but, but just his mentality and what he stands for. I mean, it makes perfect sense. And from an alignment standpoint, obviously aligns very much so with, uh, with South Dakota state football and what, Coach Stig and I mean all the players over the years um, have have built up, so it's exciting, you know, Jimmy, uh, uh, to, to to still be able to stay in contact with him and to see him have success now uh, from a coaching standpoint. You know, it's it's really exciting, and I, I'm definitely happy that uh, that Jimmy's you know still at South Dakota State for sure. How cool has it been for you to see and be a part of what the JFPA has done, the Jackrabbit Former Players Association, and the way that that group and, and its leaders have really rallied the troops and done things for the current group of Jacks, such as those white helmets, which have become such a, a Twitter sensation. But, <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, just how involved you and some of the alumni are now, because while there's always been a connection to the program, it really has ramped up in recent history. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, uh, I, I think honestly, you know, in, in Ryan McKnight, it was it was initially his idea. He's just done a tremendous job, you know, leading uh, leading uh, you know a group of former players and bringing everybody together, and then just just taking it uh, one step further each year. Um, but but you know, I guess the way that I see it is, it's really what the program needed. You know, we we from a from a team standpoint continue to to raise the bar, and uh, and from an alumni standpoint, you know, we needed to do the same thing. So. Um, it, it is it is exciting and and uh, fun to see it come together. I mean, it's definitely uh, a great to have that type of organization, you know, for former players to come back and and uh, and reminisce on on you know when when we were in school and when we played. But then also just to talk about SDSU football and uh, and not so much what can it do for us, but now what can it do you know for the current players? What can it do for the program? And and so again, you know, we just thought. Uh, with where the program is at, continuing to to set the the bar higher and higher each year, we needed to do the same from an alumni standpoint. And and again, Ryan has done just a tremendous job leading that and and getting it going. And and yeah, the white helmets. I mean, uh, just just really exciting to see that. I mean, they look great. And uh, and so yeah, a lot of good things going there. And uh, um, just 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 been a lot of fun to be a part of that uh, thus far. It's a lot of years of wearing down Stig to get to the point where we're making fashion statements with Jackrabbit football, Kyle. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I know, uh, yeah, we, we've got a JFPA site where we can, uh, you know, you can buy clothing and, and stuff like that. And I don't know if you've been on it or not. But, but yeah, a lot of the, the old uh, old school uh, Stig uh, attire and, uh -huh. and sayings and stuff, we've, we've got some of that on on uh, on the clothing which, which is a lot of fun so but yeah it's just good to see and, and again it's uh it's it's just for the program you know and for the current players and and uh just just really exciting and happy to be a part of it hottest game you ever played in uh georgia southern georgia southern that would have been 2007 okay how about the coldest you ever played in uh illinois state 2009 home home of course <laughs> that so, the you're talking about the game that barry goes off yeah yeah so the craziest craziest thing like sleet snow crazy wind 
And uh, you'd think, okay, this is the game that, you know, maybe uh, maybe Kyle's going to rush for like four or five touchdowns. And I think Ryan <laughs> threw for like five or six. He, he tied a school record. He threw for seven touchdown passes Seven, in that okay. Game. Oh, yes. my goodness. I'm shorting him. That's yeah, okay. So seven touchdowns. Crazy. But, yeah, that was a cold game. Uh, that, that was the game when Illinois State stepped off the bus. Like, it was game over. <laughs> I mean, you could, just, you could just see those guys and what did we walk into and – so for us, it was really exciting. And, uh, but yeah, that was the coldest Georgia Southern. I believe that was 07. I just remember, uh, the, the hotel we stayed at the night before it, it had like a, a stucco exterior. Yeah. And, uh, we, we, we got up, walked outside and it just hit you. Huh. And I, I just remember it wasn't raining, hadn't rained the night before, but water was just dripping off the side of the, the stucco wow. and uh, the, the, the sidewalk was wet. It was just, and that's how it was the entire day. So yeah, a lot, lot of, yeah, good, good memories, even though, you know, some miserable uh, conditions there. So I'd rather have the Illinois state environment than, uh, than the Georgia, Georgia Southern one for sure. And where this team is built on defense and lower scoring games, when you played, there were a lot of wild ones. There were a lot of high-scoring affairs. Was the wildest the game in Nacogdoches with Stephen F. Austin? Yeah, I think probably. You know, just just the back and forth. And uh, for those who don't know, the Jacks are down thirty-four-six in the middle of the third, and then yeah. proceed to score thirty-five unanswered. But this is where it gets good, Kyle, because. There were five scores in the last five and a half minutes of that game. Three in the yeah. final minute twenty. Yeah, and I, and I think actually, uh, I think it was a touchdown. You know, as time expired, and, it was an uh, option, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. When yeah, did you guys five. ever run option? <laughs> Not that often. Ryan Barry, option bit. quarterback. That's right. Yeah, in 08, we did a little bit with uh, with Ryan and I, but but yeah, Luke Meadows then was. Uh, was uh was the the old coordinator and and i i, I remember it uh very well you know and i just said luke hey just give me the ball you know and and we'll get it i mean we were on the one yard line you know but but yeah it was as, as time expired and uh and i didn't make it by that much maybe uh, a foot and a half you know that was it but that was that game was pretty wild you know there the uh the montana game in 09 hate mm. to even bring it up yeah. uh still still haunts me you know and uh that that was a pretty wild game uh, as well not as much back and forth there you know we, we just uh, had a tough fourth quarter and and it, i mean it is what it is but uh but yeah definitely the one in nacogdoches that was that was really wild the, you know the ndsu game when we uh when we beat them in fargo i think it was the first time since 1967 that the jacks had won in uh in fargo um that that was pretty wild just uh you know with with the late drive and and Stig making the call, hey, we're not going for the tie, we're going for the win. And then, uh, and then, yeah, Ryan, uh, you know, make, making uh, a completion. You know, Ryan, that game too, he uh, he was out, you know, mm -hmm. for a portion of it. And so, same deal there. I I got called into quarterback, which again was was not my strong point, but just that 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 game was really special and uh, and a lot of fun. So so last week, yeah, as the Jacks up up there in Fargo, definitely brought back some memories from uh, from that game. I have to ask then, uh, is it better to have the big score at that time at Crawford Alumni and get the crowd behind you, or is it better in the Fargo Dome or a place like that to silence the crowd? Oh, definitely uh, on the road. Yeah, especially versus a rival like that. Um, I mean, as, as, as wonderful as it was to play in Coughlin and now, and now uh, um, 
you know, the, the, the Dyke House Stadium, uh, I'm sure, you know, just, just going to all the games um, and, and hearing the crowd and stuff, nothing, nothing beats being on the road and uh, especially in a rowdy place like the Fargo Dome. And then you just hear silence. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's hard to beat. All right. Before I let you run, we got to talk a little about the Manette family because you got quite a you, you got a stable at this point. You got a clan. You got a whole offensive line darn near there. So, yeah, I don't know that there'll be O O linemen. Uh, <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> but yeah, no, we we're really blessed. My wife Maggie and I. So yeah, five children and and a second grader, kindergarten, preschool, and then two twin boys that are about a year and a half. So no, we're really blessed. Everybody's healthy and and doing well and. Uh, and yeah, three uh, the three oldest are now in in school, and the babes are are home each day. But uh, but yeah, and it's it's fun too because because most weeks we try to bring the whole family over, and uh, just a lot of fun to get them uh, them involved in uh, in you know SDSU athletics. And and so so my son here, he uh, my wife asked him last weekend who uh, who his favorite football team was, and of course it's the Jacks. Good and answer. Then, uh, Sunday we watched the Vikings game a little bit. He said his second favorite team is is uh, is the Vikings. Okay. And so then we asked him, well, who would win? You know, between the Jacks and the Vikings, and and <laughs> right away, you know, he uh, he said, well, the Jacks would. So just a lot of fun, you know, uh, to to start sharing that with our family and and children, and and uh, yeah, just just uh, again, really blessed uh, to have have you know five children and and Maggie. And Maggie was quite the student athlete in her time as well. She was, yeah. Uh, she uh, played soccer at South Dakota State, and and actually still so close with with the soccer program there. And and we'll make it over to soccer games every year. And uh, and and so yeah. And then Maggie actually worked at at South Dakota State. Uh, got her PhD from South Dakota State. Uh, taught there uh, for a few years. Did some research. And so uh, again, uh, just just a close place for us, uh, Brookings and SDSU and and uh li- live an hour away now but uh make it back frequently maggie's actually going there today with uh with the kids they're on mea breaks so they'll have a good time and, and a good day in brookings well it's always good to see you my friend always good to catch up and uh let's hope that uh, we have a lot more conversations about uh what it's like to watch the number one team in the country wear yellow and blue that's right there you go no thanks for reaching out tyler good to hear from you